in this thing like we left some. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. I want to thank everybody for joining me this week for this week's story. Shout out to everybody who's been riding with me since day one. And for those who are new to the podcast, if you get a chance, just go back, check out some of the old stories, sit back and enjoy. Catch up with where we all are right now. I appreciate all of y'all for listening and checking in with me every week. Y'all know how we do. Before we get started, I got to give somebody their flowers. And this week, I am giving flowers to my man, my boy, my brother, Tree. Pet away. I love you, brother. Keep doing what you are doing. I know you and I share a bond that we wish we didn't share with the passing of our mothers. I know the episode that I released about my mother, that story uh, entitled, I was just trying to watch in the heat of the night. I know it touched you um, as it did a bunch of people. That's a bond that we share that uh, I hate that we do share. But even with that out the way, and with that being said, what you and the lady in your life are doing with its lit 360 photo is amazing. Brother, to watch where y'all come from to where you all are right now is amazing. Man, to see the joy that y'all bring to people when, you know, it's at a birthday party or a work event or a wedding reception or anniversary or whatever. It's so dope, man. Keep bringing smiles to people's faces, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep achieving, brother. I love you and keep going. And y'all, with that being said, y'all know what time it is. I got a story to tell. Let's go. This story takes place in the year of our Lord, 1989 and 1990. At the time, I am 11 years old. I'm in sixth grade. I am living in the Fair Apartments in Cincinnati, Ohio. At the time, at the crib is myself, my mother, my brother, and my sister is, at that time, a student at Central State University. She's off in college in Xenia, Ohio. So. 1989, that fall I had just started at a school called CBA, Cincinnati Bilingual Academy. It was the first time I'd ever switched schools. So before then, I'd gone from kindergarten through fifth grade at Mount Airy Elementary, and I was in the foreign language program, and my foreign language that I took was Spanish. So for like a lot of kids who are in the foreign language program through Cincinnati Public Schools, once they got to sixth grade, they would switch over to CBA, Cincinnati Bilingual Academy, like I said. CBA was a school, it was comprised of five buildings, A, B, C, D, and E. And it also had another school within that called AWL, Academy of World Languages. So, this was middle school. And my confidence wasn't at, at the height of some of the other kids at that time. I'm trying to figure out myself my life, you know, shit like that. So let's get to it. Now, like I said, I'm switching from fifth grade to sixth grade and I'm switching to middle school. My school was comprised of sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. 
Now, how I looked at seventh and eighth graders, I compared them to my brother. So my brother at the time was, even though he was in the ninth grade, my brother, when he was in seventh and eighth grade, he and his friends, they was on some wild grown-up shit. Oh, them niggas was doing it all. They was fucking, um, they was just wilding. So I just assumed all seventh and eighth graders would like that. I had like little elementary school girlfriends, but I ain't had, I had never kissed a girl. I had never done anything, right? Other than talk on the phone a little bit. So my confidence when it came to dressing and all that really took a hit when I got to middle school. Because at that time, my mother would buy two pair of school shoes for me every year. I always got a regular pair of sneakers and a pair of Eastland. Y'all know Eastlands, old school, like moccasin style shoes, right? So I get the CBA. I got on and I think that year she had bought me like some some goofy ass Reeboks, right? So I get to school. Oh, niggas is in there with the fresh shit. Niggas got on J's, polo, uh, all type of shit. I'm like, oh, shit. Yep. Girls is pretty. Girls are developing. So I'm this young kid. I'm like. Mind you, I just turned 11. I'm one of those kids with, you know, a mid to late August birthday. So right before the school year starts, my age switches over. So just a few weeks before this, I was 10 years old. I'm looking at girls now. They develop, like I say, they got, you know, attitude and they liking boys and they being direct about how they feel and all this shit. So I'm like, oh, my God. Also, not to mention. At the time, my mother, I only, i put it this way. We only got, well, me personally, only got two haircuts a year. I would get my haircut at the beginning of the school year and then at Easter. So that was the only two times I was getting haircuts. So I would get a fresh cut at the beginning of the school year before the first day. By the time Easter roll around, nigga, I got an afro. Every day, you know, in elementary school, my mama picking that shit out, patting it down a little bit, um, you know, shit like that. So I'm on some Wolfman Jack shit, right? But this middle school now, nigga, you can't come in that bitch looking like that. So school starts. I walk in. I'm in a whole new world. I'm like, oh, my God. My confidence is in the shitter. I ain't got the right clothes. I ain't got the right haircut. You know, I ain't, my lingo ain't where it should be with the young ladies. I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. So that whole fall, I'm struggling. Oh, I'm struggling. Going into Christmas break of that year, I make a conscious effort and I tell myself, hey, nigga, you got to step your shit up. So I want to ask my mother for a new pair of sneaks, right? But I don't want to offend my mother. And I don't want to put added pressure on my mother because we ain't got a whole lot of money anyway. So I don't want to put that added pressure to be like, hey, mom, can I have some new shoes? And she, you know, feeling a certain way because she can't afford to get them for me. And I don't want to offend her because I don't want her feeling like, what, my shoes I got you ain't good enough for you, right? But something came over me to say, hey, man, fuck it. You got to say something. So I asked my brother. I tell my brother, I say, hey, kid, man, I want some new shoes. He's like, well, tell mama. I'm like, man, I don't know. If, I don't know if she going to get him. And he like, man, just ask. I'm like, all right. So 
One day on Christmas break, I asked my mother. Now, this is after Christmas. I, I didn't got Christmas gifts and everything. So my timing is all fucked up, right? What type of ungrateful person am I to get all this shit for Christmas and then back door and ask for some more shit, right? So anyway, I go to my mother. I say, hey, ma. I say, there's these Nikes that I saw that I want. Do you think I can get them? She said, how much do they cost? I said, I don't know. She was like, well, find out how much they cost and let me know and I'll make a decision. I said, yes, ma'am. So I find out they're like 79 or 89, right? At the time, the average shoe that my mother would buy me was no more than $49. So I go to her, I say, mom, I think they're like 79, 89. She was like, huh? I said, yes, ma'am. She was like, well, I don't know if you getting them. I'm like, all right. So I left it alone. The following weekend, myself, my Aunt Joanne, and my mother. We at Swift and Cummins Mall. It's no longer around anymore, but we in there. We go in the shoe store. I see those shoes. They some Nike forces, right? Black, gray, white, high top Nike forces. So I'm like, Ma, these are the shoes right here. So she says, Michael, I told you I'm not getting them shoes. My Aunt Joanne say, Mikey, how much are they? So I show her. So she was like, she out, my mother's name was Barbara, but <laughs> my aunt called her Baba Ann. So she was like, Baba Ann, I'll pay half of it. She was like, okay. So I get them. Oh, nigga, I'm hype. Oh, nigga, I'm hype. My confidence growing now, y'all. So I get them shoes. I get them home. Man, I got them on. I'm walking around the house in them. I'm hype. I'm thinking to myself, ooh, when I come back from Christmas break, I got something for y'all ass at school. I get back. Rock them things. Everybody like, oh, them shits is fresh. I'm like, thanks, man. Appreciate it. So my confidence growing a little bit. Couple weeks after that, we're at Northgate Mall. Same three. Myself, my mom, my angel. We're in there. We're walking around. So I'm like, mom, I'm about to go on Athlete's Foot. Now, Athlete's Foot at the time was a, a shoe store. Mostly snow sole sneakers. I go in there and I'm looking at shoes and they had a pair of multicolored Nike boots. These shits is fly. I ain't never seen nobody with these. And I'm thinking, ain't nobody got the confidence to rock them shits. So I'm picking them up. I'm looking at them. The dude that's working there, he like, you like them? I'm like, man, these fresh. He like, man, we can't sell these for nothing. That's why we dropped the price. They're originally $109. They had them for $49. So my mother comes in because she's standing outside by Pearson Pagoda. She comes in. She was like, what you looking at? So I show her. And I was like, my, these fresh, ain't they? She was like, I like those. She was like, would you wear those? I was like, yes, ma'am. She was like, how much are they? I was like, 49. She was like, you want them? I was like, yes, ma'am. So she get them. Oh, nigga, y'all can't tell me shit now. When I tell you my confidence is through the roof. Oh, my confidence high, y'all. It's high. Then, I put them bitches on. Rock them to school. Niggas like, oh, them shit's fresh. So I'm hype. Man, I'm catching a few little... Little tenders, they looking at me. I got the fresh feet on. My outfit might have been some bullshit, though. I can't remember the outfit. It might have been bullshit. But you couldn't deny the feet, right? So, then, about a week after that, my mother and I are downtown Cincinnati. We catch the bus downtown because she needed to go to Newberry. We downtown. Walking toward Newberry. She get what she need to get. 
we leaving up out of there. I'm like, Mom, you think I can get a Walkman? Now, I wanted a Walkman because, hey, I love music, but cats used to be on the bus with a Walkman on. I'm like, damn, that shit dope, man. So my mother was like, we can look for one. I'm like, all right. So my people in Cincinnati are going to remember this spot. It was a spot downtown called Chong Incorporated. It was an Asian-owned store. Now, in Chong Incorporated, you could get a motherfucking all-white Lennon, Frankie, Beverly, and Mays concert outfit. You can get a Dob hat, a derby. Um, you can get some some six by nine speakers for your car. Um, you can get some Stacy Adams shoes, but you could also get a Walkman. So they had one. Bitch was 19.99. My mama said, "You want it?" I was like, "Yes, ma'am." She was like, "You gonna have to buy your own music, though." I'm, no doubt. Say less. And it had a radio on that bitch. That bitch. So I can listen to the radio if I ain't got no tapes. Cool. Man, I'm so hyped. So, the next day, I get on the bus. I go to everybody's records in Pleasant Ridge. I buy two singles. Now, the first three singles I ever owned when I got my Walkman was Taylor Dane, Love Will Lead You Back, Sinead O'Connor, uh, Nothing Compares to You, and probably... If not my favorite rap song, one of my favorite rap songs still to this day, the DOC, uh, the formula is what I bought. But I bought the formula from Record Arcade on Hamilton Avenue. So I got them shits, right? Every day I'm listening to them three. I've just got the singles now. I ain't got the full tape. But I love the formula because Dr. Dre, of course, he did the beat, but the sample in it, the beat was so dope. It was melodic. It was, it was, it was smooth. It had a sample in there by Marvin Gaye. Uh, what was that song? Inner City Blues. And so when I heard that for the first time, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I would listen to that damn near every day going to school. Anyway, I get on the bus to go to school. Got my Walkman on. My confidence, man, when I say my confidence high, y'all, oh, it's higher than giraffe pussy, right? That shit up in the roof. I'm like, man, I'm, man, I'm cool now. I got two new pair of sneaks and a Walkman. Man, you can't tell me shit. Oh, now I'm noticing. I'm getting a few more stairs, right? I'm like, man, listen. So, this chick named Shannon. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm moving ahead. Rachel. She giving me some looks. Now, Rachel was light-skinned with a big forehead, and her eyes was far apart on some Brandy Norwood shit, right? Everybody know how I love Brandy. My wife know I love Brandy, right? Still mad at my brother. I didn't get to go to Hawaii when y'all was on the flight with Brandy. Ben was playing with her baby and all that. That's a story for another day. Anyway, so the young lady, Rachel, her eyes on some far apart alien shit, right? But I liked her though, right? So she looking at me, she speak to me one morning. Hey, Mike. I'm like, hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to play it cool. Knowing my goofy ass was excited. I hit her with the smoke. Hey, what's up? She like, I like your shoe. Thank you. You know, and I keep it moving. Then every day after that, she started talking more and more. And then we exchanged phone numbers. Oh, you can't tell me shit now. You can't tell me Nathan at this point, right? We talking on the phone every day. I get home. Now, when I get home from school every day, I'm by myself. My brother's at basketball practice at the time. 
My mother's at work. She's working at Warner Hills Evanston Medical Center. It was like a clinic. And my sister was going to college. So every day I come home, my routine's the same. Come in the house, eat a bowl of cereal. If some dishes in the sink, wash them before my mama get home. Make sure whatever meat that need to be um, cooked for the night is out the freezer, defrosting. You know what I'm saying? Do my homework, then I go outside. But once I got her phone number, fuck going outside, I'm on the phone, right? Until my mama started getting mad because she had called and the phone be busy. That's what made us end up getting call wait because we weren't going to get call wait until every time my mother would call home from work to make sure I made it into the house cool and safe and all that shit, it would be busy. So she started cussing me out about that. So anyway, every day I get home on the phone, hey, what's up? You know, fake ass, smooth voice and shit, right? But I'm excited, my confidence through the roof. To the point she start, you know, we start talking super strong and she was like, yeah, you know, you my boyfriend and all. I'm like, word, I am, you know, so this is my girlfriend now. Fast forward. Two days before Valentine's Day in 1990. It's a Monday. So I tell my mother when she come home from work on Monday, I said, hey, mom, can you get me some roses? She was like, what? I was like, I want to give my girlfriend some roses on Valentine's Day. When you get off work tomorrow, can you get some roses? She was like, OK, I got you. So that next day was Tuesday. Valentine's Day was that Wednesday. I don't forget shit. It was on a Wednesday that year, 1990. Valentine's Day, 1990 was on a Wednesday, I believe. So anyway, that Tuesday, my mother come home. She got the flowers. I'm like, oh, nigga, I'm about to make an impression, right? So that Wednesday morning of Valentine's Day. Now, I had a homeboy who lived by me who would come over in the morning every morning. He went to school with us. My mama, my mama would pack him a lunch because his mama was on crack at the time. And they didn't really had nothing in their house. Like no furniture, no nothing, right? So they was always hungry. So my mother would pack a lunch for him. So he comes over that morning. I'm dressed. I'm fresh. Flowers sitting on the table. At the time, my sister's boyfriend, like he was into cologne and shit. And he would have like bags of samples of cologne. And y'all remember old school samples used to come in like the little vials? They weren't as big as the 12-12 skinnies that niggas sell crack in, but they were small, right? So... I pulled out this one, Halston Z14 is what it was called. H-A-L-S-T-O-N, Halston Z14. Popped the top, pour a little bit in my hands, rub them hands together on my Miyagi shit, right? Wipe it down my clothes. I was like, oh nigga, I'm in this bitch smelling better than a bacon egg sandwich, right? So I'm gonna be cold when I go in here. My boy come over to get his lunch, then my mama would pack every morning. And he was like, damn, something smell good. I said, nigga, that's my fragrance. I'm finna go to school. Get a young tender these flowers. Nigga, it's Smooch City, right? Because at the time, I hadn't even kissed a girl yet. I had done nothing. But, oh, I'm going in for the kiss, right? Oh, psh, diving in, you hear me? So, bus come, get on the bus. Everybody like, oh, he taking somebody some flies. You got the hating niggas on the sideline. Oh, this nigga a simp, right? I wasn't hearing them. I ain't here for y'all, no way. I'm trying to make moves on the young tender. So, anyway. Get on the bus, we get to school. Now, the way CBA was set up, like I said, it's made up of five buildings, A, B, C, D, and E. But when you get off the bus, you go up the stairs, first building you get into is A. In A building ain't nothing but the gym, the cafeteria, the office, and like a couple classrooms. But people would be inside, you know, A building chilling because it's cold outside, it's February. 
walk in. She in there. Walking straight over to her. Oh, I'm cool, right? I'm smooth with it. But my heart is beating. Y'all ever been in a party and heard the song Time for the Percolator? Y'all know. Percolator. My heart in there on some Percolator beat shit, right? It's like my heart pounding. Ooh, nigga, I'm shaking like booty meat. I'm scared, right? But I got to play it cool because I got to go in. I got to get smooches, right? So I walk over to him like, hey, happy Valentine's Day. Give her the flowers. Something came over me. Nigga, close my eyes, pucker my lip, leaned in. She leaned in, she give me a little, little kiss. I'm like, I don't do all that. But inside, I'm like, ooh, nigga, you out here in these streets if you hit me. So I'm like, all right, I'll holler at you later. So I walk off. As I'm walking off, nigga, I am excited as can be. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. But I'm playing it cool. My confidence, oh, it's through the roof, you hear me? So, go on throughout the day. Get home that, that afternoon call and we talk, shoot the shit a little bit. Thursday come. Have a great day, talk on the phone. And this is when shit starts going left. So, Thursday, we're talking on the phone. She's telling me how she wants to ask her mother to buy her some Jordans. I lie and say I got some J's. Now, full disclosure, I've never owned a pair of Michael Jordan shoes, ever. To this day, as an adult, I've never owned a pair of J's. When I was younger, couldn't afford to get them. Then I got older, I just never bought any, right? So anyway, she's telling me she wants some J's. I lie and say, oh yeah, I got some J's. Now, she says, you should wear them to school tomorrow. I'm like, I right, bet. I had a plan. My brother had a pair of J's. He had a pair of white, red, and I think it was a little bit of black on them. Jordan, I think them the fours. You gotta forgive me, because I don't know Jordans like that. I know the ones, the twos. Yeah, I think them was the fours, because he had them, he rocked them for basketball. He played basketball, and that was the team colors, red, white, and black. So he had a pair of Jordan fours. So I'm thinking I can lie to her until I got some Jordan, some Jordans. I can take my brother's Jordan 4s, rock them to school. She'll be like, oh shit, this nigga's cold. He has Jordans and that'll be it. And I won't have to wear them no more. I didn't take into account how the fuck I'm gonna get my brother's Jordans from him. So Friday comes, I don't have no J's. She's like, I thought you was gonna wear your J's. I'm like, nah, they ain't go with my outfit. She's like, oh, okay, cool. She let it slide. She's like, you should wear them on Monday. A'ight. Monday come, no Jordans. Tuesday, no J's. Wednesday, no J's. Thursday. She like, I knew you was lying. You ain't got no Jordans. I'm like, I do got some J's. She hit me with, if you don't wear them tomorrow, I'm going to know you lying. I'm like, A'ight, bet. Whole way home, I'm thinking, how can I cuff these J's from my brother? I don't have a plan, and I don't, I don't cuff them from him. Friday come, I go to school, I ain't got no J's. This young lady calls me all type of lies. I knew you was lying, yada, yada, yada. I don't want to go with you no more because you a liar. Oh, y'all, my feelings are hurt. Oh, I'm sad, y'all. Whole bus ride home from school, I'm just looking out the window like a lost puppy, right? I'm like, oh, my God, I done got dumped for lying about some damn J's. My brother comes home, he says, hey, you straight? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I want this nigga to rebuttal and be like, Nah, tell me what's wrong. But once I say, nah, I'm straight, he like, oh, all right, 
And he just vamp. He bounced. I'm like, damn. Now, had I told him, like, yeah, let me hold them J's just one day, I know he would have, but I ain't get to that. So I get dumped, right? It's a Friday. I come home. I'm rooting through a bunch of tapes we got. And I come across Babyface Tender Love album. Y'all know the one where he got the box. He got like a feathered, fluffy box haircut with the blue background. Um, and the B side of that tape had all the cuts. Oh, it had all the cuts. It had uh, Whip Appeal, uh, Give It a Chance, um, all that shit, right? First song that I go to, Where Will You Go? Y'all remember that. I'm sad, though, right? And the song that I'm playing is appropriate for the for the occasion in the movie. Where we... And who's gonna love you like I do? Like, I'm on that shit, right? I'm in the room. Oh, I'm sad. I ain't crying, but I'm sad. I'm like, this is bullshit, man. My confidence has been knocked back down a bunch of notches. Because now I have the reputation in this young lady's eyes as I'm a liar. No outfit, no Walkman, no tapes, no roll, no nothing can overcome what she thinks of me. So I'm like, man, damn, man. I was just trying to be cool, got caught up. I ain't even had to say I had no J, but I did. So anyway, oh, I'm sad. So I'm thinking like, okay, I'm gonna get some notebook paper. We kept a bunch of notebook paper in the house. I'm gonna get some notebook paper. I'm gonna write this young lady a letter, like a note. Man, I started writing that shit. I was like, man, I ain't finna do this shit. The hell with it. So I'm sad the whole weekend. Whole next week of school, I'm sad. But that next weekend, oh, the next train was coming to the station. My mother had a friend named Miss Joellen Brown. She was a teacher. She was our neighbor for a while. She had a son named Damon. They used to belong to like some weird ass churches and all that. And Miss Brown was a teacher at a school called Central Fairmount. So they would always do like, you know, little weird shit with their church and all that. And so she comes to the crib. She asked my mother, she said, hey, do you think Mikey would want to go to a skating party tomorrow? So my mother asked me, she said, Mike, you want to go? I'm like, yes, ma'am, I'll go. I ain't want to go because I was depressed. But I say, fuck it, I'm going to go anyway. So we go. It's at Western Rollerama. We get over there. Now, Western Rollerama was a skating rink on the west side of Cincinnati, and it had like a a western texas western like cowboy theme to it right so we get in there it ain't a lot of people there they playing some bullshit music i'm like man this is bogus man i'm sitting there got my skates on everybody skating around having fun i'm on some like debbie downer shit then all of a sudden god said you know what let me shine on you one time playboy so i'm sitting there and a church group comes in. Young brown skinned lady walks, well, young woman, my age, I should say, comes over, sits down next to me on this little bench I'm sitting on. She's like, how you doing? I'm like, hey, how you doing? She's like, what's your name? Shit, I go in my cool shit, Mike. She's like, oh, nice to meet you, Mike. My name's Shannon. I'm like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. So I'm like, okay, then, shit, it's something here. She talked to me for about two seconds. She like, yeah, I'm here with this church, yada, yada, yada. She get up, she leaves, she go get some skates. She on the skating rink floor, she's skating around having a great time. 
I'm like, well, shit, let me, let me get up and skate too then. Shit. I get on the floor. They playing all type, Planet Rock, all that shit. Oh, I'm pearling them. Mm. Uh, uh. Nigga, I'm out that bitch cold with it. I can't skate worth a shit. But I'm so cold with it and so confident and so happy, my balance is impeccable, right? I'm, uh, I'm pearling. Mm. I ain't doing no spins or none of that shit, right? But I'm I'm with it. Every time I go past, I'm, hey, hey, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Oh, nigga, we got some chemistry now. I done forgot about baby girl with the eyes and the forehead, right? So I'm like, ooh, I got something new going on here. Man, we have a great time. Oh, the DJ slow it down. The DJ, me and the DJ on the same wavelength. He an old white cat, right? Handlebar mustache. Look like all he do is smoke cigarettes and drink Jack, right? He's struggling, right? So, but for some reason, he felt me. He felt my energy. He was like, young boy out here, he trying to, you know what I'm saying, do his thing. So he keeping the hits coming, right? Oh, he slowed that thing down. I said, ooh, he out here showing out. He know what I'm trying to do. The Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want, right? So we slow, we slow skating at this point. Ooh, nigga, I'm purling slow motion with it. Yeah, yeah, nigga, I'm out there bitch looking like I'm cold with it. Boy, she reached out and grabbed my hand. I said, look at God. God is out here in my life showing up and showing out. So I'm like, man, won't he do it? We skating holding hands. I'm like, oh, I got a whole girlfriend off skating. Man, get done skating. Every time I come around, Miss Brown, Miss Joellen, who I came with, she like, Mike, you ready? Uh-uh, I ain't ready yet. Have a great time. We get done skating. I go put my skates up, get them Nike boots, because I rock them. Man, I sit down next to old girl, put them Nike boots on. She like, ooh, them fly. I'm like, yeah, thank you. Oh, nigga, my confidence back, you hear me? My confidence was back like it left his key. Left his keys and came and picked them back up, right? So I'm like, ooh, nigga, I'm back. She had some popcorn, a box of popcorn. She run to the lady that she came with from the church group, get an ink pen, write her name and her phone number down after she tear a little piece of the box off of the lid, right? Write her, Shannon, she write the, I'm like, oh, nigga, I can't wait to get home and call her. Get home, call her. We talk for a hot second. She's like, I'm gonna call you back tomorrow. All right, cool. We on the phone that next day. She say, what you doing next weekend? I'm like, shit, man. She was like, I got an aunt to stay in the fade. I'm probably going to come up there. I said, what? Yeah. Man, listen, that next weekend, man, I ain't studying none of them girls at school. All I can think is, ooh, next weekend, Shannon coming up to the fade. You hear me? So she come up to the fade that next weekend. Oh, uh, we go to the candy truck. We go up to Swartz. We walking around all, the, all day. She went to her auntie house, said, hey, the auntie called me i met her over at the corner of nottingham and president where the old phone booth used to be in the 49 bus come stop right there oh we walking around all day older niggas on nottingham who outside like i see you little trina because they used to call me little trina because my sister was older and so until my brother got older then they call me little kid but i see you little trina i'm like hey what's up you know what i'm saying i'm fake cool and shit man I was so excited. Oh, I was so excited, man. And just like that, 
I was born. I'm out. <laughs>